Hey guys, welcome back to Roaring 20. My name is Jenny, and if you're new here, this is a podcast where I talk about anything and everything that's on my mind, specifically relating to issues of things in our 20s. But today, rather than talking about anything deep or like a social issue or whatever, like I normally do, I just want to tell a story time. I want to give my experience about my Sabrina Carpenter concert last night because it was such a fun time and also some funny stuff happened. So I'm like, today's entire episode will just be dedicated towards that. I still have, I'm like kind of low energy still because after a concert, I'm always super drained. Drained in like a good way though, you know, because you're dancing all night or at least I am. I always dance at concerts, especially if the songs are, you know, high energy and pop like Sabrina's are. And I'm screaming the entire night. So my voice is still very strained and I don't have a lot of energy, but I want to like get this all out off my chest. I want to share it because I just love it so much. So yeah, er, yesterday I went to Toronto Um, This is Sabrina's only Canadian tour, and I'm going to start from way, way back, actually. So I got tickets to see Sabrina way back in February, which seems like so long ago. But I remember I was just searching up upcoming concerts because I felt like going to one. It had been a while since I went to a concert, so I wanted to go to another one. And I saw Sabrina Carpenter was coming. At this time, her song Nonsense was blowing up on TikTok. And that song, along with All Because I Liked a Boy, those were the only ones that I really knew from her. And so I was going back and forth for a few days of whether or not I wanted to buy tickets to her concert. Because I'm like, I don't want to spend that money and only know two of her songs, you know? I feel like if you're going to someone's concert, you need to know at least a good half. Or you have to like really, really like the artist and be willing to pay that much money to see them in person. And that is how I felt about Sabrina. I was like, to me, I've known her since I was a kid. Like I literally grew up with her because I watched Girl Meets World. Horrible show, by the way. <laughs> but I watched Girl Meets World. I watched um, Tall Girl, also bad movie. And I watched that dancing one with Jordan Fisher. Was it called Work It or something? side note but she's an amazing dancer but yeah I already knew who she was so I was like oh I really really like just want to see her but I was still hesitant to spend money on it because all the tickets were sold out at this point they were only doing resale tickets and they were like crazy expensive so I'm like damn do I want to spend that much money so I waited a few days and you know what they say when you have an impulse to spend money on something wait at least like a couple of months or something um to see if that urge is still there and if it's not then that's good because it means it was just a, a whim and impulse buy so I'm like okay I'll wait a few days and every single day that passed this like urge to go see her kept growing and growing and every single day I would like visit the website StubHub and I would check to see if the resale prices went down uh, which was a mistake that was a stupid idea because as each day went on the prices literally just climbed up higher and higher and so I was like okay Obviously, I want to go to this because I keep checking the website every single day. So I'm like, for once in my life, don't overthink it. Just get it. And it's a concert. Like, you never regret going to a concert, you know? When's the next time I'm going to get to see Sabrina Carpenter in person again? So I bought the tickets and they were an embarrassingly expensive amount because it was resale but I got it anyway and then after that I was like okay I better start familiarizing myself with her album because she's gonna play these songs 
So I listened to emails I can't send, like the whole album, and the first couple of times I listened to it, I didn't really like it. It didn't seem like my vibe, not my usual kind of music that I would listen to. But then I kept listening to it more and more and more, and I was like, hold up, this is actually fire. This is actually really good. Like, I think this is the first time there's an album where, like, every single song I liked. There wasn't a single song where I strongly disliked. There were a few that I'm like, oh, this is a little bit slow for me. Like, I know Decode is a fan favorite. Everyone loves that one. Like, last night when she, you know, was setting up to play that song, everyone was screaming. They were so excited. Um, me, personally, I like the more upbeat ones, like Already Over, Bad for Business, um, Vicious. Those were my favorites. So I was super excited for those ones. Oh, and Skinny Dipping as well. Um, but like, the more I listened to it, the more I was like, dang, I I'm really getting into her songs. And then I started watching a bunch of other people's Sabrina Carpenter vlogs, and it looked so fun, and I was getting psyched now. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited now. Um, so then months go by, and then the the weeks leading up to the concert, I was like prepping. I was like trying to find my outfit, and I was super stressed about it because I wasn't sure what the vibe would be. The past concerts I've been to were very like low-key ones because they weren't that famous, and also... It was like more older, not older, but like millennials or like middle-aged people going to these type of concerts. So nobody really dressed up. But I was like, well, this is Sabrina though. I feel like with the vibes of her concerts, people are going to dress up. And I was like so getting so stressed about what to wear because I'm like, I don't want to be overdressed. I don't want to be the only one wearing like, you know, a dress or a skirt or whatever. But I also don't want to be underdressed because, yeah. So... I was like, you know what, I'm just going to wear what I want to wear. And thank God I did because everybody was dressed up. I feel like ever since the Eras tour for Taylor Swift came out, that has upped the game for concert attire so much. And I'm so glad for that. I, I love any given opportunity to dress up, concerts being one of them. And like if I wore a pink cowboy hat... I wore this like silky goldish dress. I wore combat boots. I really loved my outfit and everybody else looked stunning. Like there were feather boas. It was giving Harry Styles. It was giving um, Taylor Swift. Like I just love it. But anyways, yeah, so I got my outfit. I got my nails done as well. I got little like hearts, just a red heart painted on every single nail the same way that Sabrina does. And I was literally like training. I was training for the concert as in I listened to her music again and again and again and again so I could memorize her lyrics so that when the time came, I could sing it word for word. In my experience, concerts are not fun unless you actually know a decent amount of songs because it's like, you'll you'll like be praying, oh, please play this song, please play this song. And they don't, they play a song that you don't know. And then it's, it's just more fun when you know it, right? Because then you're streaming it so passionately. So I remember literally searching up the set list and getting an exact replica of what she was going to play and I was watching other people's vlogs so I could prepare and they were all very accurate like everything they said was going to be on the set list she played every single one um and so fast forward to the day of the concert which also I was super anxious about the drive because if you know Toronto if you're from this area you know that Toronto has a reputation for being very traffic heavy, being congested, it's like tedious to drive through. I've never driven there, I've never even driven that far before. Usually when I drive, I just stay within my, my city, so I was super nervous about the drive for like months leading up to it actually. Um, and I was like checking the traffic like every hour 
and I was like just watching all these driving tutorials as if I was a new driver again like I was so so nervous about this you guys but luckily when I drove there it actually was not bad at all it was like an hour and a half which is nothing it went by pretty quickly and there was like just like just a little bit of traffic but never to a point where I was like completely stopped waiting for more than a minute like it was constantly moving just sometimes at a slower pace when I was deeper in the city but I got there very fast the whole experience was actually pretty smooth like I I went with my brother and we were able to find parking really really quickly we found the venue like really easily I mean it was hard to miss because there was a whole lineup of like teenage girls outside the venue but even then like even though the line stretched like two three blocks it moved like it progressed very fast and so we get in and we're in the venue okay this is where the first funny story comes in I guess so I get in and first they stamp your hand and then there's another line of security guards uh, before you get into the actual venue and they're there to just like I guess check bags or whatever nobody really had a, a bag but I brought a backpack just so I could carry my water and some food in there because I didn't want to buy food and I'm like I'm gonna be hungry so I, I literally had like a bag of apples and a burger <laughs> and so the guy stops me and he's like I need you to open this for me please referring to my backpack I'm like okay because I knew I wasn't hiding anything like I didn't have a weapon or anything in there obviously I open the bag he sees uh the the brown paper bag where I put my burger in <laughs> he's like what's this and I was like oh it's just like a sandwich it's just food he's like oh you can't take that in there and I'm like but it's just like a burger like it's literally just a burger and he's like I'm sorry I don't make the rules and I'm like you want me to throw I stood there for like a good five minutes like passively arguing with this man because I did not get what the big deal is and listen I know he was just trying to do his job but I was like <laughs> it's literally just a bag of fruit and a hamburger and it's in my backpack it's not causing anyone any inconvenience and it was perfectly good and it would be such a waste of food to throw out and I was getting hungry so I'm like okay hey, if I throw this out I'm not gonna have any food to eat and then I'm gonna be hangry and that's no fun and then he's just staring at me like shaking his head like I'm sorry like I'm, I, I, that's just what I tell you guys to do. I don't know. I think it's because they want us to buy food from the venue, but I was just so like mad. <laughs> but I ended up throwing away the perfectly good food. Then we get inside the venue and they do have like a mini bars stationed around, but there was no actual food food that was being sold. It was just like water, pop, um, and then like chips and candy and cookies. There was no solid food. And I was like getting hungry and I was like, oh my gosh, and there's two hours of the concert and it's not a big deal, but like when I get hungry, I get like anxious. So I was like, okay, but luckily I had some like granola bars and stuff in the other pocket of my backpack that he didn't check. So I was good. But, um, so if you guys went to the concert too, you know that there was a last minute venue change because it was supposed to be at the Queen Elizabeth Theater and then like a week before due to last minute demands because suddenly in like the last month really Sabrina Carpenter all of a sudden got like much more popular I think because her song Feather blew up on TikTok so due to a high demand they moved the venue um, because the first one only housed like about a thousand people but this new one Meridian Hall seated about a thousand people and so there was a lot of mix-ups with the tickets because for people who got tickets to the original one 
like we didn't know where our seats were or like where we were because the ticket itself was like very unclear and also the original venue had like a general admission standings place but now the new one there wasn't there wasn't any standing room it was like all like every single person had a seat and so i was confused on where to go so i had to go back to box office with my brother and be like yeah i have no idea like where to go because i asked a few other of the ushers and they were like i don't know like go ask the box office people luckily the guy there was really nice he was like yeah just go through these doors because of a change in menu uh you guys are going to be on the main floor now like the orchestra section and i was getting scared that we wouldn't be able to get a view because i thought it would be like flat seats and i'm a short person so i was like oh no i hope i'll still be able to see the stage but uh we get inside and luckily the orchestra section where we were even though it was like farther in the back it was elevated so like each row it was staggered you know so like each row got higher and higher up so when everybody was standing i could still see and also luckily like where i was the row like the few seats in front of me were empty so there was nobody obstructing my view my worst fear was like oh maybe there's going to be a really tall person blocking me uh but that was not the case i was able to see fine even though she was just kind of like really far it was more like a like a blur i didn't really get to see her face too clearly um but by the time me and my brother got in because i had bought i ended up buying some snacks because i was like i'm gonna be hungry by the time we got in it was like 8 8 to 15 so the opening act was blue to taiga i only know her from tiktok because her one song figure it out blew up that was like way back in 2019 i'm not really familiar with any of her other songs though so by the time we actually got inside got our seats it was like 8 8 20 ish actually yeah 8 20 ish um we I had missed most of her songs and then but i got lucky because the only song that i really wanted to hear from her was figure it out so by the time we actually got in we got seated she played that as her very last song in her set so i was sa- still able to be there and present for that song um so she finished at 8 30 and then it was intermission until nine and then right on on the dot at nine sabrina came out and it was pure chaos in the best way possible the lights went out and there was like this like i don't even know what it's called like a wind blowing effect sound and then all of a sudden the lights were flashing there was like strobe lights and then the piano instrumental of her very first song emails i can't send started playing and then and then the lights go on and then you see sabrina on the top left on the the balcony on the stage because there's like a little like these steps that she goes on when she wants to be like very up high and then she was singing that song and she played like three songs two or three back to back before she stopped and was like talking like hey guys i'm sabrina thanks for coming to my show and stuff but she played all of the good songs like or not okay they're all good songs i mean all of the songs that were my personal favorites that i was looking forward to she played them all very very fast and i was surprised like already over bad for, already over transitioned into bad for business right away and those two were like some of the mo- most excited ones i was those are the two songs i was most excited for so obviously i was happy she played them really quickly but at the same time i was like oh man now what song do i have to look forward to but um yeah so her opening monologue was like really really cute and i literally told my brother i was like okay this is my prediction of what she's gonna say everyone's gonna scream she's gonna be like hi guys my name's sabrina everyone's gonna scream and then she's gonna say something about toronto because i feel like they always 
artists who are not from Canada always make some kind of joke or like anecdote about how nice Canadians are, how we are like the stereotypical nice Canadians, how much they love us, whatever, how much they love our culture, you know, stuff like that. And I was spot on. She was like, hi, I'm Sabrina. Uh, Every time I come to Toronto, I have a a positive association with the city. I love it so much. Everyone's so nice. And she was saying how whenever she or she came to Toronto before to like film a movie and everyone screamed at that. I think she was referring to Tall Girl, um, but she was like, yeah, I filmed a movie here before and the last time I was here, everybody was so nice. Like whenever I would go thrifting, people would be like, oh, buy five shirts, get and they would just give me the sixth one free. Or like I'll go into a coffee shop and people will be like, hey, it's on the house. And in my head, I'm like, I don't think it's because we're Canadian. I think it's because you're famous and they recognize you, so they want to give you a free copy. But Sabrina was just so funny. She was so sweet. Toronto was also her 29th show, so she's been doing this for, you know, weeks and weeks already. And so because of that, I've seen a bunch of TikToks about what her concerts are like, and I haven't heard a single negative experience, and that goes for me too. Like, everybody who I know went to see Sabrina live, they talk about how amazing her vocals are, they talk about how much fun the show is, and also how amazing her stage presence is. And that was so true. Like, okay, I've been to concerts before with guys, and usually, you know, men, (laughs) men will just stand there with their guitar and just, like, sing, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like women women bring it up a le- like 10,000 levels because Sabrina was like dancing the whole time as she was singing too and she would never stay in one spot too much she would walk around she would do her like sexy you know intimate movements she would go up on the balcony she would come down she would do a bunch of hair flips she would do the thing you know where when guitar soloists or when guitarists have a solo, they, like, come down on their knees, and then they, like, bend all the way so their back is touching the floor, like, she did that, she was amazing, and just, like, not only was listening to her amazing, because she's, she's, like, her, oh my gosh, her voice is so powerful, like, incredible, incredible, one of the most underrated vocalists out there, like, she has the range of, like, Ariana, and, like, the, the power of, like, Beyonce, I don't know, but, like not only was listening to her amazing but like even watching her was so majestical like you couldn't take your eyes off her and um she played every single song if you're wondering she played every single song on the emails i can't send album and then as for her old songs i really really wanted her to play can't blame a girl for trying that's like a really og one i know she wrote that when she was like 14 and i remember reading somewhere saying that she doesn't like to play that song because like I think she said she thought it was cringy or something. I don't know. But she hasn't been playing it at many of her concerts. I know in the Denver one, the one where she was playing Rock, Paper, Scissors, she lost or something, so she had to play the song. So I'm so jealous of them. Like, I would have gave anything to hear that song live. She didn't, but I mean, that's okay. As for her older songs, though, she played Honeymoon Fades, which I actually don't really like that one that much. Uh, She played Sue Me, that one's really good, and Paris, that one is also really good. And then if you guys um, know, she does this thing at every concert where right before she plays Decode, because it's like a sad breakup song, you know, those vibes, she'll ask, put your hand up if anyone here is recently heartbroken. And you know, everybody will scream, everyone will throw their hand up, and then she'll pick somebody from the front row and be like, okay, what's your story? What's your story? You know, so this guy named Sammy... 
um she gave the microphone to him and he was like leaning into the microphone and telling his story about how basically in short um this guy who he had been seeing and liked you know they did some stuff together but he wasn't like out of the closet yet um however he used it against him and so because he was not comfortable yet with being out he would constantly lie and say oh this guy's like out to get me he's creepy he's weird and he would just manipulate him play with his heart every time he would like one day he would ask to meet up and they would do stuff but then the next day he would say hey actually i'm with my girlfriend you know just a lot of not good stuff and the way you guys had to be there because the way he was telling the story was so well done like it was so funny it was so well executed and the audience reaction to every single thing he was saying was the funniest part to me because every time he would be like are you guys ready for it are you guys ready for it and then everyone would be like yeah yeah and he'd be like he told me he had a girlfriend and then everybody would be like boo fuck him (laughs) oh my gosh and at one point he was like okay, Sabrina, are you ready for this part? You're gonna go crazy. Like, are you ready for it? And then Sabrina was just, like, laughing. You could tell, like, she's like, oh my gosh, this guy is hilarious. I could even see the security guards who were right there. They were, like, laughing as well. That was so funny. Um, But the concert went by really fast. I think because I missed most of the opening act. But a lot of her songs are also really short. Um, So Nonsense, she does a different outro. For every single city, she usually tailors it to rhyme with whatever city you're in. And so for Toronto, she was like, I want to take your clothes off pronto. This is a part where I hit the wrong note. I love you. I want to marry you, Toronto. <laughs> like, it was so cute. And um, I it scared me a little bit, though, because... So at one point, she finishes singing, right? And then she's like, I'll be right back, Toronto, I promise. Uh, But before that, she was saying, thank you to my band, thank you to the guitarist. And you know, at that point, they're almost done. They're about to wrap up, right? And I'm like, hold up. She didn't play All Because I Liked a Boy, and she didn't play Nonsense yet. And that is nonsense, because those those are her two most popular and highly anticipated songs. There's no way she's not going to play those. But I knew um, from searching up the set list that apparently she does those for encores, but... I don't know. I was confused because, like, the lights were off, but then nobody was moving, and then all of a sudden everyone chants, Sabrina, Sabrina, encore, encore, and then the lights are flashing again, the drums are going, and then Sabrina steps out from the heart. She has this, like, heart on stage every single show. She steps out from the sh- the sh- uh, from the heart, and she's wearing a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey this time, and everyone's cheering, and then she sings nonsense. And then after that, I knew she was going to end with All Because I Liked a Boy because I've seen from TikToks, she plays that song and then she drops a bunch of red balloons from the ceiling. But this time she was like, okay, we're going to do a vote. If you want to hear me play this song, I don't know, you know the song Thumbs, what's the melody for that? That's actually, okay, hot take. I actually don't like the song Thumbs. But she was like, if you want to hear this song, and she started humming the melody to Thumbs, scream. And then everyone screamed, and then she was like, if you want to hear this song, so she was doing the melody for All Because I Liked a Boy, scream for that one, and of course that one got more screams. And then she was like, I was going to do the second one anyway, and then it jumps straight into the instrumental. And of course, everybody went crazy for the chorus. I'm a homewrecker, I'm a slut, I got death threats filling up semi-trucks. Oh, I sang that with my heart. 
I sang it with my heart, with my gut. And then at the doom doom, like those last two notes, doom doom, <laughs> a bunch of uh, streamers shoot out from cannons, and then a bunch of red balloons drop. But it didn't. It was. It dropped only in like the front section. I was up in the orchestra where it was elevated, so I unfortunately did not get a balloon or streamers. But yeah, and then that was the end of the show, and it was so so good. There were so many times um, in between songs too when she would say just like the most heartwarming messages. She talked about how during the pandemic it was a hard time for her because she was going through a lot of stuff, referring to heartbreak. And you could tell the audience really resonated with her words. And she was telling us about how, you know, when you're so young and you're in love, you go through stuff and you you kind of learn to accept and move on rather than live in the past. And I have never had a boyfriend, but it's times like these. I wish I had a time machine. No, I'm kidding. kidding. If, if y'all know her music, you get the reference. No, but okay, it's times like these where I'm like, a heartbreak sounds kind of fun. I don't know. Like the way people describe being in relationships and like getting your heart broken, the strong emotions that come with it. I just like, I want to experience it, but at the same time, I don't. On the one hand, obviously, I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to get my heart broken because I heard that hurts like a bitch. But I want to be able to like relate to these romantic songs because even though I've never been in a relationship, I was still screaming every single lyric out loud however I didn't feel like attached to it as I would you know like with Olivia Rodrigo's sour album a bunch of people really loved traitor happier you know because they could relate to it because they've been cheated on before and stuff like that and I'm not saying I want to be cheated on but it's just like whenever I hear these love songs it would be cool if I could understand what that emotion really is like but anyways anyways um, there's also another moment during fast times where she was like, I want you to be as present as you can in the moment. Don't think about anything else. Don't think about how old you are. Don't think about what you have to do tomorrow. Don't think about work or school. Just be here. And I was like, damn. And I had been vlogging the whole day. But when she actually came on, I tried to put my phone down as much as I could because my brother was already recording it. And I'm like... I just want to be, I don't want to be experiencing the concert through a phone, you know, like I, I really just want to be looking at Sabrina the whole time, like really just being there. So I, so I did that for the, the second half of the concert, which was nice. But after the show is over, um, we, me and my brother, we went to look for merch and it was as expected, very, very expensive. None of the merch really spoke to me. I mean, even if it was expensive, I, I'm, I mean, I've shown time and time again that priciness does not really deter me from buying things. If I really want it, I'll get it. And the, there were like hoodies that were like 90 bucks. T-shirts were $50. Hats and posters were like 25, I think. But I didn't really like any of them there because um, there were like these sweatpants that said slut across the butt. Uh, same with these like sweatshirts that said slut across the chest. And I'm like, yeah, I would never, <laughs> never wear that. Her most iconic merch, I think, is like this t-shirt that says, I heart Sabrina, but then Sabrina's crossed out, and then in place is sluts. Her other shirts just had like her entire face on the front, and then the back had all of her tour dates on it. There was like a tote bag with the same thing. There was a poster, uh, but the lines were really long, and also I, I really didn't like any of her merch, so I didn't buy it. But um, 
the vibes after the concert were so strong. Like everybody was in front of the big sign saying like the the headliner poster, right? Everybody was taking pictures in front of it. I of course got pictures in front of it and people who were lucky and got a red balloon, they were like holding and taking pictures of it and it was so cute. Everybody's outfits were like amazing like I said. And I actually had a few girls like come up to me and tell me they liked my hat. And everyone was just so nice and complimenting each other, but also I was surprised that out of everything like they complimented my hat because I thought it was super basic. I'm like, "Oh, but everybody has the pink hat." But I guess mine was the only one with like the fuzziness around the perimeter and then it has like a fake crown on the front. But the vibes of the show were were really really strong. Um and then after that, it was like late. I was like, "I'm tired. I want to just like go home." So we go back to the parking garage and we get in there. And of course, I re-listened to the album on the drive home. But here's the real kicker, and this is something that I deeply regret. So I get home and I'm going through my videos, going through my photos as one does after a concert. And then I get a text from my friend and is like, "Hey, did you look at this person's story? She was also on at the Sabrina Carpenter concert and she got to meet her after the show." I was like, what the fuck? I was like, excuse me? So I go to this girl's um, Instagram story and sure enough, apparently a huge group of people waited behind the building in front of her tour bus and Sabrina came out at 11.30, so this was around an hour after her show, to meet with her fans, sign autographs, take pictures with them, and I was so jealous and I was mad at myself because... One, I forgot about this, but I knew before the concert, because I had seen TikToks before of Sabri- people, like, meeting up with Sabrina after the show, like, you know, waiting outside her tour bus and stuff, but I guess I just forgot, because I was in the headspace of, like, oh, I'm exhausted, I just want to go home. I would have waited, though. If I had remembered, like, oh, yeah, I might have a chance to meet her, I would have done that. And that would have made it much more worth it because I paid a ridiculous amount of money just to go her to her show. Um, so I didn't get to meet her, but that would have been like the cherry on top if I did. Like, oh, I'm so jealous of everybody who got to meet her. And the thing is, like, usually when I go to concerts, the ones I've been to in the past, they're very low-key ones. Um, but I go to them not because I like the person, but because I like their music. However, Sabrina was the first concert where I not only liked her music, but I also liked her as a person. To me, she was like a celebrity, right? Like, I would actually be starstruck if I was this close to her. Because I've been close to to the stage before for my other concerts, but they weren't, like, famous. That makes me sound shallow, but they weren't as famous, so I wasn't, like, super starstruck or anything. But Sabrina, you know, I've seen her on my TV screen before. I've watched interviews with her, like... I would love, I would die to meet her, and so to know that I missed this chance, ugh, makes me so mad, so, so mad, but now I know for next time if I ever go to another concert, I will be waiting by the tour bus with the other people. Lesson learned. Oh yeah, I just remembered something, like, really wholesome that happened, but when I was lining up to get into the venue, uh, the line was, like, stretched, you know, like, three blocks, and this one guy was, like, walking past, and he was, like, 
in awe of the line so then he looks at me i think just because like i was the person who happened to be right there but he looks at me he goes who's playing you know like in a really like cheery peppy voice and i was like oh sabrina carpenter he goes oh wow <laughs> like in that exact tone oh wow and it was just so like cute i don't know this guy was so wholesome but after the show was over it very much was giving taylor swift vibes like everybody was just hanging around taking pictures we were all like you know in our cutesy outfits amazing pops of color here and there and like it was like taylor swift but like a low-key version because it still had the similar like vibes and aesthetics and stuff but 10 out of 10 amazing experience but yeah, overall, the concert experience was like 10 out of 10, like everything down to, you know, the service that I got and like the time spent waiting in line was not even long. And of course, she played amazing songs. Stage presence was amazing. Like the whole vibes, everybody was just super nice too. 10 out of 10, if you ever have Sabrina Carpenter coming to a place near you, would highly recommend seeing her live. It just hits different. Um, but my main takeaway from this episode, besides the fact that Sabrina is amazing and you should go to her concert, is if you want to do something, even if it makes you incredibly like nervous or anxious or scared or whatever, and this goes for anything in life, but you should just do it. And even if you're scared, actually, especially, especially if you're scared or nervous or anxious, that's even more of an incentive to do it. Because for me, I have this like, I don't want to say phobia, but it's definitely one of my triggers where I hate, like, I can't do long car rides, um, and I don't like being far away from home, and so because this was, like, considered far for me, you know, I was super anxious about the drive there, and, like, oh my gosh, what if I get stuck in traffic, and, like, it was just, like, making me spiral, but I did it, and I'm so glad that I did, because now, number one, I proved to myself that I could do it, so in the future, if I ever want to go, you know, to a far place again, then I can tell myself, okay, Jenny, I've done it before, I can do it again. Two, I'm so glad I went because if I didn't, I would have gotten so much FOMO seeing everybody else post about their concert experience. And I knew deep in my head, deep in my little brain, that I wanted to go see Sabrina. Like as soon as you have a desire and it's planted, it takes root and it just continues to grow and sprout. And so if you want to do something, but you're like outweighing the pros or the cons, the only question you need to ask yourself is this, does the idea of doing this make me excited. And if it's an instant yes, then you have your answer, right? Even if it makes you nervous, just go freaking do it because you're going to miss out. And also being scared is like the worst reason to not do something. Anyways, that was my concert experience. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, thanks for hanging out with me. Thanks for chatting with me. All right, I will see you guys in the next episode and I promise it will not be it will be very, very soon. All right, bye. Okay, this is the last part that I want to share about my experience. And this is by far the funniest, but also the most saddest part that happened to me the entire night. Okay, so this is actually uh, one day after the concert. So it was the next day. You know, I'm having your typical post-concert depression because you look forward to this event for months. And then just like that, it's over. Like, I swear, the, like the day of the concert it's so slow the morning of especially if the concert takes place like at around 8 p.m which is the time that mine did it was so slow the entire morning and then once you're actually at the venue it just speeds up in 3x speed and then before you know it the concert's done in like the blink of an eye so i'm there the next day um i'm scrolling through tiktok and my whole for you page is just everybody else's experience at the toronto concert 
and I follow these two TikTokers. Uh, you might know them, Spencer Barbosa. She does like the body positivity TikToks, and then also Sahar. She just does these like funny TikToks, I guess. But I've been following them for years. And Sahara's TikTok popped up and she was like, it was one of those get ready with me to go to Sabrina Carpenter concerts. So I was like, oh my gosh, she was at the concert. I knew she would because I know she lives in Toronto as well, right? So I watch her entire video and then she shows a little clip of her vlogging and I was like, oh my gosh. And I could see from where she was sitting. I was like, I recognize those seats. I'm pretty sure she was in the orchestra section, just like me. And I show it to my friend Catherine. And Catherine is way more observant than I am. She's very like good at uh, paying attention to little details. She just notices things way better than I do. So like she'd be really good at, you know, being an investigator or detective or something. But I tagged her in the TikTok and I was like, oh my gosh, they were at the concert too. And I wasn't, I didn't even know they were there until now. And then she replies to my comment. She's like, I'm pretty sure that's, they were like right behind you. Cause is that not your pink hat in the video? And I look back and sure enough, it's like at, you know, 0.3 seconds, but I can very clearly see my pink cowboy hat. And I knew it was me because mine was the only one that had feathers around the rim. There were these two girls behind me who also wore pink cowboy hats, but they were just like plain. Uh, but mine had feathers and I know cause I zoomed in. And I was like, are you kidding me? They were literally three rows behind me the entire time, and I had no idea. So not only could I have met Sabrina, but also Sahar and Spencer. And so I'm going back through my camera roll now, trying to find any videos that I might have took where they were accidentally photobombing in the background. And I didn't find any, but Catherine found one. She screenshotted a moment, because I was sending... um this video of me singing because 10 minutes before Sabrina came on, they played All Too Well, Taylor's version, 10 minute version. And so like everybody else, like all the other Swifties, I had my phone out um, using the Snapchat app and I was like lip syncing it. And I was so busy paying attention to myself. And also I was just super excited because Sabrina was about to come on. So I didn't notice at all what was going on in the background. And so I'm just like singing, you know, fuck the patriarchy, keychain on the ground. And it wasn't until the day after I'm, uh, I'm looking back on it, Catherine sends me a, a screenshot of a moment where you can see Sahar walk to their seats in the background. And I knew it was her because their mat outfits matched up. And I was like, oh my gosh, if only I had noticed while I was taking that video and I turned around and I saw her. 100% I would have asked her a picture I would have like you know been like I love your TikToks can I get a quick photo with you like blows my mind that I was so close to them and I had zero idea I didn't see them after the concert either I guess they left the venue right away or something I don't know but uh that like classic me to like not notice that they were directly behind me I really need to start paying attention but the thing that made me mad though is literally before they came I was you know, being aware of my surroundings. I literally was making sure to turn around and stuff just because I was curious, like, what everybody else's outfits were because, you know, everybody was looking bomb. But I was like, okay, I want to see who's sitting behind me, like, whatever, you know? I really was turning around and they weren't there. And they um, only came into the actual, like, you know, to their seats, like, a few minutes before Sabrina went on. So that makes sense why I didn't see them because they came in so last minute. And by then, you know, like, I wasn't paying attention to anything other than the fact that Sabrina was about to come on. So, yeah. Still kind of sad because I could have met three celebrities, or I guess one celebrity and two influencers, but still.